exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down I'm C.J. Layton coming to you from inside the Phantom Radio Studios in Lake Wales, Florida home of the premier radio bowling talk show. Long ago, Bowlers Journal International called Phantom Radio a pioneer in the field of bowling podcasts because the show was regularly scheduled at the same time each week. The late Kegel owner, the great John Davis, told Len Nicholson to start this program because, quote, people need to know what you know, end quote. This PBA and Bowling Writer Hall of Famer has now recorded over 1,200 shows and has featured over 425 guests since 2002. 20 years plus of bowling knowledge, story sharing, and true expertise. Phantom, we need to know what you know. So Phantom fans, here's your host, Len Nicholson, The Phantom. Well, thank you, CJ. And a reminder that Phantom Radio is presented by the Kegel Company, the number one lane maintenance company in the world. Well, Phantom fans, you're in for another treat, as this week's guest is another all-time great, a PBA and USBC Hall of Famer. He won 18 times on Pro Bowler's Tour and seven more times on the Senior Tour, and he was voted as the 20th greatest PBA player of all time. And he has an added distinction as being perhaps a part of the greatest husband and wife bowling team in history with his wife, Judy. Here is an all-time fan favorite and my buddy, Dave Sutar. Hello, Dave, hey, and hey, welcome back to Phantom Radio. Thanks. How are you? I'm doing all right, Pards. I'm really Good. happy to have you on. As, as you know, we had your roommate last week, Dave Davis, on. And yeah. we had a good time, and, and he answered a lot of questions about you. And we're going to turn the tables now and, and ask you about him. Is that okay? Well, that's well, okay if I can remember it. You know, that was 50, 60 years ago. My memory's not too good. Well, I, I know. That's so. pretty common for us old-timers, man. I, I can yeah. remember sometimes 40 years ago, but I can't remember yesterday, but it's just part of the other way around. Okay. Yeah. It, so it's part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. Dave was a great guy and uh, we roomed for a lot of years. Also Johnny Petraglia moved in with us, all three of us. I felt like I was a lefty because <laughs> I roomed with two of them. That was a great combination though. I mean, three all time greats, uh, two lefties yeah. and a righty and, yeah, there was a lot of controversy back in the day, lefties and righties. Oh, yeah. You guys <laughs> seem to get along fine, though. No problems. We, we did for a long time, and then they then they just got too paranoid, and we sort of separated out. <laughs> so yeah, well, they I roomed think... together, and I left. But you know what? That's after a lot of years. You know, when they had the righty-lefty controversy, it never bothered me. You know, those were yeah. two of the greatest bowlers of all time. You know, I was proud to room with him. So you were, I was always I was always underrated because I didn't win like those guys did. I mean, we all won about the same amount of titles, but mine was more consistent. You know. Anyway, we had a great time. 
<laughs> you guys really we're still did. good friends. We're still really good friends. So that's hard to know. do with just neighbors, you know, to be that. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, be, before getting started, though, one of my sources, and I'm still in touch with a lot of people, uh, mm -hmm. tells me that you were recently injured in an accident. So you got to tell us yes. about this accident you were in. We take people to the airport and stuff, and I went to pick up a guy, and I pulled in his drive, and he came out, and I said, well, does your wife have any luggage? And he said, yeah, I think she has some, so I got out, went to open the hatchback, and it wouldn't open, press some buttons, it still wouldn't open, press some more buttons, it still wouldn't open. I'm going, what the heck is going on? So I leaned in the car, half out, half in, I turned the motor off. All of a sudden, the car started backing up, and the door hit me, and I turned around, and tried to grab the door and stop the car. I can't stop 3,000 pounds. It doesn't work. So I ran back. I was running back with the door in front of me trying to hang on, and I fell down, and the door ran over my legs and hit my stomach and chest, cracked two ribs. Uh, I was lucky the car stopped. It didn't keep going, and I didn't roll under the car. So, yeah, it happened almost a month ago. My ribs are better, but my legs really gashed up my left leg, and... It was a freak accident. I had spent six hours in the emergency room. Wow. And then, the, and then the weird thing, the very next day, I went to my doctor because it was my annual physical, my yearly physical. I went there as a wreck, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm healing. It's just going to take a lot of time with my leg to heal and about eight weeks for my ribs. So, I you mean, know. I feel fortunate. I really haven't been in a lot of accidents. So, and I caused this one. The car was still in gear. It was in drive instead of wow. park. And the minute I turned it off, it disengaged and started rolling backwards. Just scared the hell out of me. But anyway, that's the way it is. So, you know, the the, the guys that I've talked to, and I like, like I said, I talked to a lot of guys, and the word's gotten out now. They said, you know, that guy's unbelievable. He drove the tour for 30 years, drove the senior <laughs> tour for over 10 years. And he gets hurt in the driveway. <laughs> right, exactly. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it's kind of weird. All the miles you put on that, the cars, man. That, that's amazing right there, record itself. I bet you put in more miles than anybody in, in your time. I, because... I don't know. I, did, I, do a, I do a lot of driving now. so. Yeah, nice way crazy. to retire. Yeah, well, I was retired. Now I have a job. <laughs> Everybody said I never had a job on the tour. Well, now I got one. So. <laughs> anyway. Okay, listen, listen, let me get to this because I got a bunch of questions. I don't want to okay. leave any behind. So, you know, we kind of mentioned it already, but you and Davis, you know, you roomed together for years. And he right. told me confidentially, he says, you know, he says, that guy owned me. I couldn't beat him. Uh, is that true when you guys had... Head-to-head -head conversations. Actually, actually, I went, you know, we have scrapbooks here, so I pulled them out, and I'm looking, and I see where I, I beat Dave a number of times. <laughs> I don't think I beat him all the time, but a majority of them I probably did. So, yeah, it's in those scrapbooks. <laughs> so, I mean, you know what? When we bowled each other, you know, he wanted to beat me, I wanted to beat him. But when it was over, it was over. You know, we never got upset at each other or anything like that. So, uh, I think that's why we... We got to be so good friends and even bullying each other. It only affected while you're on the lanes, and that's it. After Flatfoot, that, 
That's what makes you guys pros, you know. You yeah. You try as hard as you can, and I I remember even even Pete Weber is the reputation he's got as being a bad guy. Whenever you get beat, he's the first guy over there to shake the guy's hand. The kid had a lot of class in that area. He learned that from his dad, that's for sure. Right. Oh yeah, his dad was great. You know, we were really good friends too. So. Uh, but get, that was an exciting time in the 60s and 70s and 80s, you know. It was uh, really exciting bowling out there, and uh, I thought it was great. Golden you know? years of bowling, that's for darn Exactly, girl. exactly. I know they're competitive now, and there's certain guys that are pretty good, you know, individuals. But I'll tell you yeah. what, man for man, back in the day, I mean, we could name them for half an hour, the, the great bowlers that were out there, you know, and. And right, and, and you know we all came from the team era. You know what I mean? Yeah. Transferred into the single era, and uh, and I say I know I watch the tour now all the time. I tape it if I'm not here, and I watch them. Yeah, the game's totally different today, and it's you know there are a lot of great bowlers. But what I didn't like was years ago when they started the World Series of Bowling. They bowl 11 games and they get a title. I yeah. mean that's ridiculous. Yeah. We bowl 42 games every week. Yeah. You know, and I, I thought those were like regionals, but they gave them full titles. I think that's wrong, but well, what do I know? <laughs> even the, when you guys were out there bowling the majors, they were 56 games tournaments. Oh, yeah. So well, at least now their majors are, are those kind of games now. They're, they're starting to bowl the 50, 60 games. No. Although they missed the, the 100 game tournaments we had in the early 60s. Yeah. The U.S. They, Open and the World Open in Chicago, 100 games. Exactly. Oh you know, I've recently I've had on Glenn Allison a few times. Oh, yeah. He was telling me all about all those times. And, uh, you know, the guy's thumbs would be hanging off. And uh, <laughs> he says, they still do it. He says he couldn't believe how good Lillard was. You know, and, Right, and, exactly. And he yeah, hooked I, the ball then. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he was a big hooker. So he, he when I used to have all the different guys on, uh, Dick Weber told me that the best guy he ever seen was a guy hardly anybody ever heard of. Uh, I don't know, maybe you knew him, uh, Judy McMahon. Judy McMahon, oh, yeah. Did you ever bowl I against really, him? I knew who he was. I didn't really know him, but I knew who he was. Okay. Yeah. He was sort of before my time. Yeah. Not Dick, not Weber's, but before yeah. mine. Well, and speaking so, of speaking of Glenn Allison, you know. Uh, he contacted me. I contacted him, and he's got a buddy that's managing a lot of his business right now. And his mm-hmm. name is very familiar to you, I'm sure, Jerry Hale. Remember Jerry? Jerry Hale. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they got a, a a Glenn Allison shirt that they're selling, and it's uh-huh. a it's a souvenir. It, it says 900. I, I got it. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got one. I heard yeah. that he got he sent you one. Yeah, that's cool. Right. But he did. He yeah, did. So, that was a, quite an honor. Well, these are available for the public, and yeah. he's selling them. So get your pen and pencil out because I'll give you the number in a moment. But uh, this shirt has an image of Glenn on it, and uh, right. he's pretty proud of that. Unbelievably, there's been about forty of them already, nine hundred series, and his is the only one that isn't sanctioned. That's crazy. I know. That's incredible. That's yeah. Unbelievable. He, he's in the Hall of Fame, and they turned his down, but approved everybody else's. That's that's sick. I know. It is. I agree. 
But anyway, get, I agree with that. Give them a holler. Uh, be the first in your area uh, to get a, a, a Glenn Allison a souvenir shirt. Call right. Jerry Hale at 714-309-7587. Uh, tell them that the Phantom told you about it, and they'll give you a discount. I don't get a discount. I don't get nothing. But <laughs> I'm just doing it as a favor because I love Glenn Allison. I love all you old-timers, man. I was coming up as a kid. I always had aspirations of being an athlete of some kind. And I grew up with Hardwick, and he became, you know, a pretty good bowler over the years. And I got yes, a job did. with the PBA. That was my fame uh, to be involved with sports. So I was very proud of that. And, and I love yes, all you old-timers. You did a good job. You guys started the uh, the tour conditioning thing, so you guys yeah. changed the game. Yeah, know? we sure did. <laughs> yeah, me and Sam Baca. I'm sure you have a hundred stories about Sam if you, you could remember. Sam Baca, him. yeah. I haven't seen him in years and years and years, probably decades. <laughs> so, uh, he's still in California. Yeah, he's still out here. In fact, I had Wendy McPherson on the show, and and Sam uh, taught her how to bowl. You know, 40, 50 years ago. So right, she right. still loves Sam. And I asked her, I said, did he ever borrow any money off you? She goes, oh, we don't talk about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sam always had a, you know, when you see somebody you haven't seen for a while, yeah, how you doing? How are you? What's going on? Sam would say, loan me 20, you know. Loan me 20. <laughs> <laughs> he was Probably wants to get in a card game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was a smart guy, and, you know, I, I remember when all the guys used to flock around in Louisville when Billy was living there, you guys mm-hmm. would come by on the weekends and whatnot when you're right. crossing the country. And I remember he was wearing a goatee one time. You guys were all going to shave it off because it was against the rules. <laughs> but yeah. it, it was, was kind of great uh, meeting all you guys. Uh, that was one of the highlights of my life. But, you know, hey, Dave, Dave told me that, you guys are roommates and that you were great friends. You guys bowled against each other countless times and that you dom- he dominated you dominated him. If so, did anybody dominate you? Yeah, everybody. No, they didn't. You know, you were one of the greatest of all time. I'm sure you, know, you had your like you had Davis's number. Somebody must have had your number over the years. Yeah, I'm trying to think who the hell that was. There was a couple of guys that I had a hard time beating, and I can't even remember. Isn't that strange? Why don't I don't? I can't remember that. Who the hell well, was it? You know, I know per- I used to lose to a couple of guys all the time. No matter what I shot, they would beat me. That's human nature, you know. Your your mind wants to throw out the negatives and and eliminate that. Yeah, problem. yeah. I tried to stay away from that. I was mostly pretty positive and uh, tried to be that my whole career. And uh, you know, I was always really underrated because I. You know, I was very consistent. I made a lot of finals, uh, and I'd win every so often. I wouldn't win on hot streaks except one year when I won five tournaments. But other than that, my tournaments were a year apart or something, you know. And I never got the, uh, like Davis and Petragli and all those guys, you know, got all the publicity and everything. So I was one of those underrated guys, but I did my job. You, you know. were very quiet about everything. You didn't cause yeah. any kind of commotion. I I don't think you ever got fined. I know Harry Golden loved you, but I don't I don't remember you ever getting fined being an idiot out there. But <laughs> Davis told me something about you that was kind of funny. What's that? 
he says he drove probably four million miles on the tour and he gets hurt in the driveway. He says, unbelievable. He says, he was a character he said about you. <laughs> yeah, well, I got something, a couple of things about him. Oh, I want to get to them. I do. I want okay. you to tell us about him. So <laughs> let me let me Wait. start with this one. You know, you guys travel all over the world for years. Right. I mean, we're talking about Japan and every place else, but I know that you had many funny things happen. You know, our listeners, they love to hear stories about the old timers. And, and I'm sure that you watch a lot of sports and you like to hear stories, inside stories about baseball players, football players and whatnot. We have the yeah. same kind of a base. So give us one of the funniest things you remember about Dave Davis. You brought up Japan. That brings up a story. Okay, great. We went over there. We, it was about eight of us that went over there first time. Uh, three weeks we were over there, you know, and they have all different kind of food and everything. And uh, and so we came back to the uh, United States and we went to L.A. We went to play golf with Don Carter and we went out and played golf late in the afternoon. And it's sort of getting darker. We're on the 18th hole. Davis, he gets up on the tee. And he swings his driver and he goes, uh-oh, and he runs to the cart. He's going to, has diarrhea. <laughs> he stands on the cart on the side. I get in the cart and we drive like crazy down the 18th fairway heading for the clubhouse. I'm trying to get in there. Well, the clubhouse was closed. He didn't, he, he didn't make it. <laughs> there was a big fountain out there. So he tried to wash his pants in the, in the fountain. The worst thing of the whole thing was Carter came back. We had a drive to Carter's house, 45 minutes away. <laughs> and we were all in the car together. It was not a nice ride. It was awful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, he yeah. had a lot of problems with his his uh, intestinal system when we came back from Japan. <laughs> oh, God, that was awful. <laughs> I've never heard that story. I love it. I you can't wait to tell story? it. <laughs> He'll remember it if you ever talk to him again. I'll tell you that. <laughs> we used to go to that place in Rhode Island, Cuskies or something like that it was called. Right, yeah. All yeah. you can eat. And I was sat with him at the same table, and he went back three times, and then he went back and got a big dessert. This guy oh, could, Davis? Eat, he could eat he some used, food. He used to eat two meals at a time. He always did. And he weighed 150 pounds. Unbelievable. I know. I don't know where he put it. So I don't he either. was one of the he was one of the champion uh, eaters on the tour. Besides him and Frank Ellenberg, that was another one that ate all the time. He yeah. ate three meals one time over at my house. Wow! It's just unbelievable, and you know, it's just crazy, screwy stuff. And uh, <laughs> I know he had an embarrassing time. If that wasn't embarrassing, but this was in front of people. <laughs> we were bowling in Green Bay, Wisconsin. He was bowling really good, like he always does. You know, he has great form and everything. Yeah. And he ripped his pants from his crotch all the way back. Wow. You know, and of course, you know, all the people are in the audience, and he ripped his pants, and his pants are wide open. And he's bowling, so he runs to the paddock trying to find another pair of pants and you know how skinny he was. He had to find somebody. And in there was Donnie Russell. Okay. Who had, do you remember Donnie Russell? 
little guy, yeah. Yeah, he's like five feet or four ten or something like yeah. that. Yeah. A waist like Davis. Davis is six three. Okay, so yeah. He put those pants on. Looked like he was bowling in Bermuda shorts. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was pretty funny. Wow. <laughs> that was something else. Donnie, Donnie was the only one in there would fit him, you know. You know, he, he showed some promise when he came out from Southern California. Right, he, yeah. He ran over himself uh, ice skating, right? Yes, and Kansas City. Yeah. Yep. Ran, ran his over, his over his fingers. Yeah. yeah. And that was, a, that was a really bad accident. He you was know, never he, the same after that. No, he wasn't. But you, you mentioned those days back in the day, and, 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 you know, you had a lot of great friends that, you know, we've lost along the way. And right. you know, it it not, knocks me out every time I start to think about it. Fortunately, you're still around. Dave's still around. You know, we've lost a few uh, of the soldiers, and I know you're close to the guys that you played golf with. Stuss, right. Handy Guard's I, gone too, right? Handy Guard's gone too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Roy Buckley, he just Roy passed Buckley away. And yeah, a little while a little while ago. Dick and, Weber. Uh, I mean, it's yep. They're just up there. You got to look at it look this way. They're up there waiting for us. They got Calcutta's going on every night up there. Right. We'll get together again, you know. <laughs> They're waiting for you to I'm, organize. I'm the bearer of bad news because every time I call Dave, he goes, okay, what happened now? I and then I tell him somebody passed away. You know? well, he knows when I age. call him, that's probably what it's going to be. Um, yeah, we're at that age, you know. You start losing your buddies, you know, and. Yeah, but they need somebody up there. But we don't. You're not in any hurry to organize no. the golf games like you did on the tour. Oh yeah, I was the golf commissioner. <laughs> I set up all the tours on the senior tour. Oh. I used to get yelled at all the time. Oh yeah, you know, well about their you, handicaps. Yeah, you give everybody the wrong handicaps because no, know, no, no. It was the right handicap. They just thought different. <laughs> so. <laughs> That was a lot forget. of fun. We did have a lot of fun out there. You, you guys I'll say that. I, I wanted to play with you guys so bad, but most of you hated me. But you and Judy said, "Well, <laughs> come on and play with us." And we're playing with Harry Golden today. You know, so yeah. <laughs> I was really fortunate. I got to play with you guys, and and at the end of the day, you counted up all the scores, and you told Judy, "Well, you almost got me." He, he, he you said, "She says, what do you mean?" He says, I beat you by one stroke. I says, what if she ever beat you? He says, I'll quit. Well, the next time you yeah. played, she beat you, but you didn't quit. I know, but I was practicing. That didn't <laughs> count. <laughs> she was a heck of an she athlete. She always reminds me of that. Yeah. <laughs> she was a heck of an athlete, man. She could play golf. Yes. She could bowl. She could do everything. Yes, she was. Not was, still is. And that's another thing. Davis yeah. tells Judy, you and Dave... That ain't going to work. No way. And that's about right. We've only been married uh, 48 years. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a flash in the pan. Right. <laughs> so that's funny. Those two guys, you know, we roomed together all the time. When Johnny joined us, he, Davis and I were rooming in the 60s, I think late 60s. And, and then, I know the world opened in 71. I talked to Lickstein. He says, yeah, John and I were rooming and you and Dave, and we had open door in between. So basically we were all together, you know. Yeah. And uh, then after that, 
we asked John to come in and move in with us, you know. So he roomed with us in the starting in the late seventies. And, uh, and we, those two guys used to really, excuse my French, piss me off. We would play uh, hearts, you know, that card game hearts. Oh yeah. Where, where the queen was the bad card. Queen of spades. Yep. Yeah. They always gave me the queen of spades. They worked together to give yeah. me the queen of spades <laughs> just to pick me off. And one night we were playing. It was snowing outside. They gave me the queen. I got so mad. I picked up all the cards, opened the window, and threw them all out in the snow and quit playing hearts. <laughs> yeah, you know, if, if the good players, if you played with good players and you were low in score, they would get you every time because oh, yeah. when they yeah. worked together and they knew what they were doing, you had no chance. <laughs> That's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. Uh, yeah. But they well, were they were tremendous friends. They still are. In fact, I talked to John the other day. So, uh, you know, he's still hanging in there, still bowling a little bit on the senior tour. But he just got in a car accident. And wow, amazing. Out, you know. out by that Virginia tournament, the one at that guy's house, he yeah. got T-boned. And, uh, yeah, he got T-boned. As I asked him, what happened to you there? He didn't bowl too good. Well, he was still shook up on the first squad, and he – didn't bowl very good. Then he shot even the next one that he shot 130 over. So he got even, you know, but he had a, his car was totaled, but he was okay. Wow. So, All right. Well, listen, I'm looking at the old clock on the wall. You got another quick one about Davis? Well, let me see. Uh, Anything you want to say, let's give him a shot. He was a great friend of mine. I know that uh, we studied football. We got in a football pool. John, Dave, and me, and we've studied all the papers and the odds, and we're watching all the all the stuff on TV, and we put in our 16-team win thing. Yeah. Zero, zero and 16. How good <laughs> were we? <laughs> Nobody does that. <laughs> I'll tell you, those, yeah. you know, g- giving them points in pro football, man, you got to be a nitwit to do all that because that drives you crazy, man. I know, but we, you know, we always had a good time, and and I'll never forget those. Although I have forgot because I don't remember a long time ago, and that's my one problem. Wish I could. That's why I went through the scrapbooks here to see, <laughs> you know, Davis and me and Johnny and whatever, you know, and all those tournaments in the '60s yeah. and '70s. So, you know, then start bringing back some stuff to me, you know. Yeah. Um, I uh, I I know Dave's not doing too well, but. But he's doing better now, and I get to see him every so often. He lives about an hour and twenty minutes from me, you know. Yeah. You guys, so, yeah, you need to. Stay I get over there every so often, yeah, just you know to see how he's doing. But I yeah, haven't been please. there in a few months. But I'll get there again, you know, when I have some time. Uh, All right, Parge. Well, I got a feeling we're going to be doing this again because you're going to okay. call me one of these days and go, "Oh, I remember three stories we got to tell about Bob." So. We can do this more than once, Parge. Okay, thanks. I really appreciate you. All right. uh, I appreciate all you did on tour. Well, thanks, uh, Dave. You know, it, even it even the uh, cold rain and the warm rain. I remember that really. Wow, good. I'm going to bring that story you know. up next time. That that's a <laughs> yeah, true. Right. It's a true classic. I remember you walking away shaking your head. I loved it. I know. I know. You drove <laughs> me nuts. You know that. <laughs> that wasn't a drive. That was a putt. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. 
<laughs> I'm glad you're doing good, and I'm glad you're still on the phantom. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. All right. And, Give uh, my love to Judy. Okay, I will. All right. I'll tell her. as well. All We're right. going to have another guest next week, and I, I want to thank the sponsors, uh, Storm Bowling, and also Brad Edelman from the High Rollers, and uh, Dave Kowalski, the bowling guru from Michigan. And it's been an honor talking to my old buddy, Dave Sutar. He gave uh, Dave Davis, his ex-roommate, a couple of shots, but we're nice to each other now that we're old. But anyway, we're going to do this again. I know we're going to do it again because I still got seven or eight questions I want to ask Dave, both Daves. So, Phantom fans. When you're down and troubled and you need some love and care and nothing Oh, nothing is going right Close your eyes and think of me 